With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's happening? Good morning, good afternoon. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the, another round of Dial Tuesday's Human Ascension Within the Tree of Life. This is uh, episode number 10, the final installment. So if you're new to the series, um, just make sure you hear all 10. I say you should go on order, but whatever spirit allows you to do, because sometimes that's the mystery being revealed to you, go through these 10 aspects of consciousness uh, without a diagram of the tree of life. You can just simply go to Google Images and type up uh, Kabbalah Tree of Life. And understand that the 10 energy centers are, um, are related to planetary bodies in the sky. That's a part of our beautiful solar system. We are not alone, folks. We have uh, planets um, orbiting around us and us going around them as well. And um, go through it, man. It's, it's a phenomenal process of understanding and understanding cosmic light and how it ultimately comes into your life as events and and gets expressed as uh, personality types, you know, at the core of it is what we're really dealing with. And all of life, no matter what it is, personality type could deal with, you know, it, it extends outside of human. It's plant life, it's cat life, it's bird life, it's wildlife, it's, Anything that has life and everything that you're looking at has life. I don't care if it's the wall has life because at the core it came from some organic source, which means at the core of everything is life. So join this. Um, go, go. If you haven't listened to this this, this 10-week series, um, you went for a treat. It's absolutely uh, my favorite piece of dialogue um, that we've done in a very long time, one of my favorites at least. We've done it in a long time, so definitely take the time out, go in the archives, and um, check it out, man. But before we get started, of course, visit the website, myastrologycoach.com, um, and go to the events tab. And the next event you're going to see is the summer solstice. This is up. It's the time when it appears in your earthly reality. The sun is rising in the sky, and it has reached its absolute most highest peak. This is the first day of summer in your reality, those of you north of the equator. So it appears as if the sun has reached its highest peak. In masonry, we call this St. John's Day. So from this particular point, summer solstice, the sun is rising at its highest peak. And six months later, because six months later from the birth of John the Baptist, we have December and we have the Christmas energy or the return of the Christ or the resurrection. The winter solstice. And on that day, it's reached this maximum point of what appears to be lowness, and it will start to rise slowly but surely. So on the first day of summer, the days actually start to become shorter. But in your world, it starts to get hotter. Yes, you live in the grand oxymoron called the universe, the solar system. 
This is about how light comes and communicates with your consciousness. Everything is about light because your pure energy, your pure consciousness, your cellular intelligence, even know, it knowing how to think becomes thought. And then the thought knowing how to comprise several different factions becomes thought. You can call it action potential. You may call it what you may. You may call it the grand spark. But it is thought. Science call it big bang. But I will want to know what would happen in the pre-Big Bang. What was the conditions? What was present? What was the environment to create a bang? So, yes, it is time to go out with a wonderful bang and usher in the new world. Now, I know there's, there's no such thing as a new world or old world, but we're going to keep it on one particular plane because certainly that is true. All is running at all times. So every reality that you can think of, past, present, and future, is how we actually um, segment segment it in our minds. And our reality is still an aspect of time, no matter what you call it. It's a point of reality. So all realities are current. You know that because a lot of us carry some type of memory about anything that may have happened just yesterday, in the past, your favorite field trip, whatever. So the past is with you. We know that. And you always see your future. And this you have to know, me and Minister Jewel, one of our beautiful conversations that we always had talking about. I said, Minister, you know, we're talking cosmic science, and we know that you get it. But most people don't know how to read a map in a city and get from one point to another point in spatial mapping old school style looking at the map. And that's okay because that means that the technology is not here to dumb you down. It, it, is, it is God coming through, working through individuals who are smart enough to make what you want to know become an instant access in your reality. I'll say that again. Technology, no shape, form, or fashion, not even heart. Heart was showing you that you can get into your musical aspect, get into a certain sphere of your brain, and you can manipulate the ionosphere. So heart wasn't Illuminati. It was God pointed. God controls everything in this reality. There's no Illuminati. There's no minister Jew. There's no Ampu. There's no you. It is all God. And this has everything to do with today because today we get into the crown of Neptune, Kether. You must dissolve yourself. You must melt and become a vapor, a mist, the spirit essence of which you are. Shin, as we say in the Tao the highest form of yourself. So it is all God. So people can't read a map, but that's okay because the reality is coming to us. There's no need for that. So the creator has blessed people who are extremely bright to create devices for you to access things instantly. Why? because you don't need to be bogged down with the old portion of thinking in your pitiful stage of evolution as humans. We have to admit, as human beings, we're quite pitiful, but yet so great. And it's a beautiful contrast, and that is the yin yang, or God and the devil inside of you. So you have people ideas to create these devices to bring your reality because now you can live in your future where you're trying to go. 
No more going to the library, going back and stopping to get something, to figure out something. Punch it in and allow it to come to you. So I say, even when you look at the concept of time, Minister, we're in the 21st century, but you ask a lot of people, hey, when was the 21st century? They'd be like, well, the year 2100. Nine times out of ten, that's what they're going to say. But we live in the year 20, the 21st century. So if this is the 21st century, but we're in the year 2015, we're striving for or setting the mark for the year 2100. So the 21st century is actually defined by you right now. Yes. Because your timeline that you have is giving you a future reference. You live in the 21st century. So anyway, <laughs> you don't get into this thing today. So visit the website, my astrology coach, the events tab, the summer solstice, the light, the mountain, Mount Everest. I'm going to have to reach out to some mathematician. But see, I had a quick vision. And, and excuse me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to where we're going. You Masons, if you ever get one of this, or you know a Mason, it's a beautiful craft, and it's about you learning how to square up your reality through measurement. You can ask most Masons. Everything is about the light. Let there be light. What are the properties of light? How many colors are in light? How fast does light travel? Where do light come from? It comes from the sun. How long does it take to get here? Give me the understanding of light. If you haven't done that, and this is just a disclaimer, anyone that's going to study the Masonic craft and you know anyone that's there, it's very important because if you don't know it, then you're not a master. Your fellow class. To become a master in this reality, in that one particular mystery school, you have to know light. So summer solstice is the maximum point of light. Okay? So join us for the summer solstice. Mount Shasta. Tons of information on Shasta. It's, um, man, it's, it's beyond amazing. Beyond amazing. You can see special clouds hovering over the mountain. It's very mystical. It's so mystical that I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. See, and good looking, darling. Show me that Dr. Pala, my Vedic brother, is hosting the spiritual retreat out in Shasta. You get the idea. And pull the opener of the way, the priesthood. All of us, we're going to open it up. So, yeah, it's going to be open. You're supposed to come. Where the east beats the west. But I tell you, you must run a west coast offense with eastern principles. And a west coast offense has always been a very, uh, for lack of a better word, I can really, any lack of a better word, I can really sum it up. It is your cultural expression known as a hip hop vibe, an urban feel. So, in, this, in, the, in the street aspect of what we would just say, in street gospel, God is a gangster. We really have to accept that reality. 
because there's some things going on down in the world. All right, Baltimore. All right, which we're gonna talk about this Friday. But we have a special radio show this Friday coming up, 9 p.m. Eastern. Q and A. We're gonna get in a little something, but we open it up. And those of you who've been listening to Dow Tuesdays, this this is the this Q and A. Anything you've got for the priesthood? Now's the time to ask. Now's the time to ask because I we have shown you, and I'm, I'm saying this. I really want y'all to really understand this, and I know y'all do this here. But if you knew, I want you to understand that. We just, it's real simple. We believe and know. So it goes beyond belief because we know that God is real. Now, you may get lost on that concept of God. And I can clear it up for you. I can clear it up for you. There is an intelligence inside of everything. An intelligence even inside of you as an embryo that you're not even conscious of the experience that you had as an embryo. I'm talking about that intelligence that knows you need two ears, that knows you need hair in your nose, that knows you would need some bones in your mouth called teeth, that knows that about you, that part of you that you don't remember that you turned on, that part, that consciousness. The one that we can honestly say was here before your physical existence and before that you really don't know where you were. We're talking about that intelligence. is real. So let's keep it in a simple theology step that if God is real, then we should be able to collectively call on God and God will show us a sign and do things for or in God's favor, whatever God wills. But all of the spiritual text talks like that. So we show you that if we collectively pray, God comes back. It comes back in what by the way of an event. The event. Something happens in the world. But things have always been happening in the world because it's always been God. Then the question becomes, what is God saying? So in light of Baltimore, in light of Mike Brown, in light of Trayvon Martin, in light of these events, what is God saying? If you believe. If you believe. Listening to some Neville Goddard this morning via YouTube. He says something along the lines of, you want to give yourself the test, see if you truly believe. Give yourself the test, and you be the judge of yourself. And when you hear the names, God, Lord, Jesus Christ, if you think of anything outside of yourself, be honest. If you think of anything outside of yourself, you have failed the test. And you got to be honest and can't help but to think of things because we had imagery that was depicted as such. We're told that Jesus looks a certain way in this reality. But then he goes on and says, but the scripture tells you 
immediately. Do you not know that Christ is in you? But yet, when we saw the mirror, when we saw an external representation, a concept of what Christ or God or Lord is, we immediately observe the reality outside of ourselves, which disempowers you because your attention is looking outward. And you gave your godhood away by the imagery of attaching that image to the name. But know that God is in you, are the Messiah. You are the force. It has always been the people. Always. Always. The prophet and the messenger is only the ones who totally bow down to the power of the God in the now and live on that word. have many servants of God, many servants of God, many preachers, many teachers of God, but none will proclaim themselves to be the prophets in this time of God. None will proclaim themselves in this day and time called now that you are the embodiment of the two witnesses in Revelations. You are here to seal the will But what does that look like? What does that look like? You were told about twins in the beginning of the story, using the biblical narrative. This twin concept is a simple simple concept, a little simple yin-yang energy. You are the conductor. So Friday, special radio show, all right, special radio show. We're going to have to get into this thing and know that God is real. All right. Also on the website, myastrologycoach.com, go to the Full Moon Empowerment Club. Start getting in sync. Get in rhythm with your power. You respect Mother Earth so much. The moon has a gravitational pull on all, all of the waters of the earth. Most beautiful phenomenon in creation to me is like watching a woman's menstrual cycle and being able to put it to the moon and then look at the constellation and then be able to predict the day when it's coming. Yeah. That's God. You know, you're studying God cycles. The full moon empowerment club under membership, the Astro Tarot Network. For those of you who want a little bit more personal, personal guidance. I come out to do a private 10-week series for the whole network and Toel Love Line, all the members. Because we got now we're about to understand how to personalize the cosmic forces. Okay? Because the light is within you. All right? So hit us up at the Astro Tarot Network. Visit Cathedral's Crystal Corner for all of your spiritual needs. All right? Go to Star Fusion and Bath and Body, banging product. Everybody who got it, look at the feedback that's coming from it. And I'm going to post the testimonials again, banging product. And also mark your calendars for 7-Eleven. Yeah, 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah, Beyonce, 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah, go to the store, 7-Eleven. Yeah, go to the dice game, 7-Eleven. 
Yeah, historically, 7-Eleven. Yeah. The one time recently that you're known on, black folks, no, on record, going up in Europe and kicking white people's ass. Wait, just talk about history. Just don't say, oh, it's racist. No, no, no. I just want to talk about history in the language for people who get it. So, again, I'm an ambassador of the streets. I'm an ambassador of the people. I'm an Aquarian. I am, I am, I am so damn Aquarian. You can just make a damn album off of this shit or something like. I'm Aquarian. I'm four planets deep in Aquarius. This is the age of Aquarius, and everybody know Aquarius is the shit. Let me just keep it real with you. You know Gemini. All your all the pieces of the puzzle. They all flow dynamically with one another. This is the creation of the wheel of life. Thus, Jesus has 12 disciples. The sun must go through the 12 signs of the zodiac to give you physical representations called your reality. So you're in the Aquarian age. I will only think it would be right for God to send someone who has the cosmic principles, the cosmic law behind them to speak for God. Uh, like, Like that is the cosmic seal. I don't care nothing about what's on paper. I don't care nothing about no identification. That's not, that's not what it is. As Neville will say, that's what it is in Caesar's world. We're in the world of God. God exists in Caesar's world because God put Caesar there to get your attention. Get your attention to do what I tell you. What I tell you. What I tell you. What I tell you. I tell you exactly what it was to get the attentions of a like of a force called a Farrakhan to be able to have a voice so strong that it can resonate with the ghettos of America, the most depressed of America, to be able to get to the nation's capital. But it's to get them there for what? I'll tell you what. It's to get you there to collectively to know, to call on the power of the God called right now. Could you imagine? One million, two million, twenty million, fifty million. Oh, set an intent. Send the sound. The sound is a wave. It travels to the spear of the moon. The moon records it. It amplifies it. It goes further out. It passes the spear of different planetary tracks called orbits. The thought becomes charged. Yes. 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 And then based off your emotion and your release of the breath or the inhale, you draw the event, the thought back into this reality. And it's called the event. To get you there to call on the power of God in the now. So you haven't collectively cried out in the name of God. God, if you're real, why are you letting these white officers kill black people in 2014 and 15, ever since pretty much the inception of departments, enforcement departments? Because before that, before was government and it was slavery. So we, we saw the same thing. Let's start really asking some real God-like questions around here. We are afraid to conversate with God. 
We're afraid to bring God in the courtroom called your mind and ask some questions. That amazes me. We never do that. Had any one of these young men survived, no, no, I want y'all to hear me closely. Has someone survived a brutal, brutal beating, being shot up? And we would say, God, that was a miracle. Thank you, Jesus. That's what we would say. It was a miracle. God is good all the time. What are you saying? But the moment that the event goes in a favor in the other way that you don't like, that shocks your senses, that makes you upset, you have nothing to say to God. You're so selfish. You only see God in the good, but abandon God in the bad. That is a form of abandonment. God wants your attention at all times, especially, especially, especially in the advent of an event. So we'll be discussing that Friday. Let's get into this tree. Pull out your cosmic diagram, tree of life. If you're new to it again, pull up a window, um, go to Google and just simply type in Kabbalah, tree of life. Because we're going to the top. We started at the bottom, now we're here, 10 weeks ago. So if you missed the shows, go back into the archives. The shows are numbered. Catch all 10. So today is Kether the Crown. You will see different renditions of what um, people who are on the path, what they uh, assign to this sphere. So when you see planetary glyphs here or planetary names, at the crown, you can't see a toss-up. You may see Uranus. You may see Neptune. You may see Pluto. Some may even put Sirius there. Okay. And I believe it was hmm, maybe Israel regarding. It mentioned something along the lines of the moment when everyone agrees on one rendition of the tree of life, it has lost its form. So in other words, don't make God this single one thing, but know that it is everything, which is one thing. If you understand that. So. I personally say you have to work with, and I know, (laughs) um, you have to work within the cosmic order of the system of where you're at. If you were on Sirius and you were in what we may call Galaxy B or another dimension or what forth, then, you know, different laws apply because you you may have two suns in that reality and 15 moons like Saturn does. You may have 15 things, you know, pulling on you at the same time like our moon does, if you were on Saturn or whatever. So different rules um, or laws need to be applied within the system of where you're at. Within the system, I tell you that at the crown is Neptune. This is the pure imagination of God, and this is the thought of God, and this is the one planet, my favorite planet. This is the one planet that will tell you 
the mind and psychology of God. While everything else shows you the mind and psychology, but it also gives you just an overemphasis of physical expression to it. Everything else is attached to a physical component, whereas Neptune or the Pisces frequency is totally about the myth. It is totally about imagination. It is totally about dreams. It is totally about thought. It is totally about sleep. It is it is your spiritual superconsciousness. You may call it being a psychic. And we had to really examine that phenomenon to be able to go to sleep or sit there in a vision and see something happen in your mind's eye, in your mind, in your brain somehow. Something is happening. And you know that you know you know it's happening, and you actually be able to call a person and say, hey, this is going to happen. Or you can make a public statement before it happens and say, hey, this is going to happen. And then it comes to pass and it happens. Where did that Information, which came in the form of an idea, which when you see it and you sleep, it's really light. When you see anything, there's the aspect of light, and then everything is made of energy, which is light. So it's an aspect of light that is coming into your consciousness. Call it thought. And you see this reality that has not manifested in what we call our physical world. So that's the Neptune frequency or the mind of God. Last week, spirit number two, it was to, in order to get wisdom, what made you wise? You had to know the fixed stars and the sphere of the zodiac. Spirit two is Hawkma, wisdom. This is the realm of the heavenly stars. Your celestial environment that makes you wise. I say it all the time, without a farmer, you'd be in trouble. And the farmer knows he has the almanac. This year's farmer's almanac actually predicted that the northeast and midwest will have above average snowfalls. The likes like Colorado and that zone will have below average, and that was true. Farmers, marking planets. In the zodiac signs that they're in. And I got to say this, they're not using Vedic. No shot, but it's true. Running the West Coast offense. So to get wisdom, you have to know the stars. And Kether to become crowned. Remember, this is about you and your partner. Everything is about relationships. Mr. Jew was laughing at me. So I found a way to get it in there. But when you understand, go research. Go get you some little simple wiki scholarship on and look at periodic table. And it's going to tell you that it's basically uh, it's a table that um, that sees reoccurrences of events or elements reoccur. Patterns. How properties interact with each other. So... You got a relationship with yourself. Different bodily systems. Certain portion of your brain. Your brain got the organs in your brain has got relationships with each other. <laughs> Very intimate <laughs> relationships with each other. All right. So we gotta understand the solar system and where you at. The starlight. That gives us a, a wisdom, the couple, then steps into a realm of Neptune. That's where they come before the throne of God. 
personalize this because this is where you have to be for the husband and wife and the male and female and the male and male and the female and female. And, ooh, we, I'm going to talk about this next time. I'm going to talk about, I want to talk about, um, it's my man named um, Kim Kardashian. And that would be her, well, I'm going to call her father, you know. Um, the sex change thing, he admits that he's a woman. Talk about that um, a little later, hopefully. So, um, what it looks like is we need to start getting into a place of sacred space. Neptune in the crown, the illumination. It's talking about an influx of spiritual energy, of you being activated and knowing that everything that you do is godly. And you see God in everything. And one of the light, you see God in everything. Let me say it for a minute. You know, me and you, we talk so much every day about God and principles, correspondence, God. So we're talking 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven. You've got the event called 7-Eleven coming. You understand the nature of 7-Eleven. You know what's being communicated from God. So you got to remember, in the Bible, there's a book called Numbers. So for some reason, that they felt that it was necessary for you to um, 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 know numbers in order to be spiritual <laughs> for some reason, to get some type of understanding. So um, going down the street today and the car in front of me driving, life and place is 7-Eleven. Start with 7-Eleven. Literally. And um, saying that to say that, even if it is a coincidence, right, then I'm interested in how can we make coincidences continuously pop up. <laughs> that's fun. So that's cool. That's cool. It, it can be a coincidence in your rational mind. Okay. If it is a coincidence, that does not take away the fact that we cannot try to make coincidences pop up. You think it's a coincidence when you say, um, you know, the first time before you, you know, you never had a driver's license and you 16 or 18 or however you was when you got your first driver's license, you think it was a coincidence that you thought it and then all of a sudden you had to wait to become of age and then you had to drive the car successfully on the test and pass the written exam and you got your license? You think it was just a coincidence that somebody took you on that trip and the building was there? To have, No, that's called a thought. That's called a goal. It's called what you're thinking about is going to manifest in your reality. That wasn't a coincidence. So if I'm thinking about something and naming a title and it pops up in my reality, if I'm talking about Michael and I'm checking out, as I'm talking about Michael and I happen to check out in the line, there's 13 other cashiers. I happen to go to the line where the cashier name is Michael, and I'm on the phone with you talking about Michael. I want more of those. Call it what you want to call it. I am chasing thought and showing how thought will manifest back down in every single level of my waking consciousness. I need to be in control of that reality because that is God. So here at Neptune, that is God consciousness is on 24-7. It don't turn off. We can't stop looking and seeing God in any situation. Be at a funeral. You can be at a family picnic. It don't matter. I could be looking at the watermelon seeds. It don't matter. I see God in everything. So here, divine couple steps before God, and you declare, you create holy space. I don't care if it's a segment of your closet. I don't care if it's a corner in the living room. I don't care if it's the love seat. Whatever you can, you create 
sacred space. Very important. Because here, this is where you, again, I can't stress it enough, you marry God into your lives as a couple. You marry God. So within this holy space, there's rules. Oh, yeah. There's rules. Because Neptune, Tether, the crown, Neptune demands, wherever it is in your chart, it demands that you dissolve your ego. Now, many of us think ego is, I'm bigger than you, I'm better than you, I got more than you. Ha ha, you don't. I'm so good, I got a big ego, which is my jam. That's not ego. Real ego says, I'm going to try to curve you from attaining anything that it is that makes you happy. I'm going to talk you out of it. Going to do my exercise today? No, I don't do it today. Do it later. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Skip a day. You can do that. Make it up tomorrow. Double up. Come on. Double up. You can do it. Double up. That's ego. I'm going to stack X amount. This paycheck. Every paycheck. First paycheck. What up? Don't do it. That's ego. In your relationship? Because nobody can voluntarily raise their hand and say, hey, I want to argue with you today. Me, me, yeah, 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 I'm saying that. That's what I want to do. So if you won't raise your hand to say that you want to voluntarily be in this funky mood, then what happens? How do you get there? Well, you lose track of God in a day, and that becomes what we call your evil self, your twin self, your, your devil inside of you, your ego. Takes you away from true happiness. So there's rules in the holy space. Because the space has to start to dissolve the physical form. And what better for men and women to come into unity with the intent to do it in front of something that they deem to be sacred as God, whether it's angels, parishas, whatever it is. No shoes allowed in this zone as we go into our little den. No shoes allowed. In fact, before we come here, we wash our face. Neptune's, the water, Poseidon, the ocean, right? So we wash our face. We make what in Islam they say wudu. You clean yourself before you enter inside of your holy tabernacle in your home. Your home is Bethlehem. The house of Ham or the house of black. That's, that's your house. Bethlehem simply is, is house. Bethel, house of God. Bethel, the house of God. That's, that's, your, that's your sacred space. And you sit next to each other, not across from each other, trying to polarize me. You do that for another, another, another thing. Do that in embracing and love. In conversation, we are to be side by side. Even the science of a rectangle, when you're talking, and you are, you know, you're on the other side. It's this oppositional force that's taking place that can create a conflict based off position. So it says the things that are conjoined, when the planets are together in the sky, the things are conjoined side by side, that special hug. Do you sleep across from each other in the bed? You do in a certain dynamic of how you're looking at it. But in your reality, you know we see it side by side. So it's the same thing in sacred space. 
This is the place where we dissolve ego. As a place where we have the ability to dissolve conflict. Conflict. should be no conflict. It happens. The fun part is being consciously aware as God-filled human beings and loving life and God and yourself and your mate. So much so that when the event does occur, that you're able to successfully get to the conclusion in the spirit of love and happiness. Mm, mm, mm. Come on, church. Oh, yeah, we're talking about the relationships that you dreamed of. How do you get there? How do we get there? It can't be that hard. It can't be. So for the talking points, I'll give you a vision of something that's coming at the Inner Peace Lighthouse. Show you something. You know we're in the mountains. You know we're only here for you. Only here for you. To serve God's will. I want to be real clear about that. We're in the mountains to serve God's will. We're not talking politics. We're going to talk spiritual politics. And that has its place. Everybody's playing their part. Everything ain't the 12th house in astrology, all spiritual. You gotta have some bankers. You gotta have educators. You gotta have communicators. You gotta have economics. You gotta have proper relationships. You gotta have estates when things, when you die and things go on, business goes on, inheritances. You gotta have education. You gotta have a form of government. Gonna always be a form of how you you got a government in your house, how you govern things. Who's controlling your money? Where did you get it from? Do you agree with the system that's giving you the money? If you don't, well. <laughs> so there's there's enforcers, protectors. You need all of these things in the world of life. But as the priesthood, we just appeal to the spiritual solid we're in the mountains for you. And make a successful transition while being in a state of chaos. Ain't that a bitch? The world is in a state of chaos, and you are supposed to reach a state of peace. Well, now you can escape. You can go to the Bahamas. You can go to Tibet. But you know there's still parts of the world. And I understand it don't concern you at the time. You're supposed to get away to recharge. But you're supposed to actually build a grand utopia of God's kingdom or what you perceive it to be and what you know it can be, especially when you have the power to do it. That's been the problem in this world of what we call Caesar's world. You have the power to say free education and free health care. I don't want nobody walking around sick in society, pooping on themselves, peeing on themselves, no shoes on their feet. Blisters and bleeding on the ground, blood contaminated, you're breathing it. We don't want that. Who wants that in society? Who wants a society where you see people who went to war and fought in the name of a country come back with a limb sitting there at the end of the highway talking about, can you have some change? Something would do. Homeless vets. Have tons of abandoned buildings that people can live in. 
The earth is filled with water. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying, oh, you want everything free. I'm not saying that. I'm just simply recognizing that you have the power to do it. And if you have the power to create it, then why isn't it being created, no matter how you work it out? And it just don't fall on those who are in political positions. And that really takes us to the political climax of the issue that we have right now in the streets of Baltimore. So we want to talk about how do we, and I'm going all over, we're going to talk about how, because Friday, we're going to really get into this on Friday. We're going to talk about how do we successfully communicate and dissolve the ego of God and attain this Godship while living in that particular reality. Got to keep everything in its proper context. So here's a tip. The Native American tradition, you have you have a talking stick. Sometimes that's needed. Sit down in your holy space. You got a problem. You got the talking stick. I say nothing when you have the talking stick. I better take notes mentally, or I better bring a notepad in and write it down. I say nothing. You give me the talking stick, and you say nothing. So, the original party may say, well, I understand your point, but respectfully, I hold my ground. And then the opposing party may say, and I don't like to use the word opposing, but the other party says, okay, I, I hear your point, and I, too, hold my ground. Now, what do you do? What do you do? Well, this is where the Bible has something that's so beautiful. It's called the book of Judges. See, don't be afraid to have a spiritual advisor, someone of sound judgment and wisdom. We're supposed to have those. That is what we're supposed to have. That's what we do have. You say, hey, we this is, this is the day. Both parties state their point. Your mediator, who you elected to be, that special someone in your life. Because again, we're talking about dissolving egos. It says, I agree with this person. And guess what you just did? Guess what you just did? You ain't had not one argument, you ain't had not one fight. And go back and forth. Do you know what an argument is? And the ones that turn any, 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 even if it wouldn't turn physical, do you know what that is? That is someone saying, I want you to believe in me so much in what I'm saying and do it and see it. See what I'm saying the way that I see it or do it the way I'm saying do it. My way so much that I am going to yell at you. And then I may even come over there and pop you and put my hands on you because this happens. So much so. See, that's ego. 
Yeah. See, that's ego right there. Just because there's a difference of thoughts, we're about to go to the extreme of basing on each other, yelling, and even fighting. And then you violate those sacred barriers. Shut up. Shut up. Then the name calling comes. So when you had a judge, a mediator, special someone, you totally bypass the point of argument. That only exists in holy space. That only exists. Don't exist. We the atom. We the unit. This is this is this is the cosmic representation of life. This is yin yang energy together. Real alchemy. <laughs> Real alchemy. Alchemy is in yourself, dealing with self, and relationships. And when I say alchemy with self, because again, all this got everything to do with Neptune. Because we're talking about. Transcendence, meaning how to get out of the physical reality and see and live in spirit. How to live in spirit. I guess I can get into it now. I want to talk about this dissolving aspect because this is spirituality and everything has a for lack of a better word, it has a polarity, right? Everything has a positive and a negative. And I don't look at those as good as bad. I just look at them as two extreme points within, you know, that particular reality of what I'm looking at. So we're going to show you one side of uh, spiritual warfare and what that looks like on Friday. Be clear about that. I don't know we get a little pressed for Tom. I got an hour and a half. Let me see something. We're going to talk about that. All right, 38 minutes. Cool. We're going to talk about that. I want to talk about an aspect of consciousness that deals with you inside of what is known as um, embryogenesis. Okay. And embryogenesis, they're saying as an embryo, somewhere along the line, at the inception point, you have what science is saying a Mullerian duck and a Wolfian duck. And the malarian ducts will later turn into um, the ovaries. And the wolfian ducts will start to dissipate and dissolve. That, and the wolfian ducts actually turn into testicles. And then the malarian ducts for males choose to, um, female energy chooses to go off, right? And it dissipates, it dissolves, Right? So somewhere along the process in embryogenesis, okay, there was a choice that you made to become male or female, okay? This is a fact. Let's just look at it. You have the ability, even if we want to say your gender was predetermined because it was an odd year, and an odd year produces 
boy children in the Chinese at the time of conception, or if you sleep this way towards the magnetic field, you can have this type of child, or the male has a Y chromosome and he has gender gender determination. Whatever the signal may be to choose does not negate and take away the fact that you have a malarian duck and a wolfian duck, is what they call it. One develops into female, male goes away. The other develops into male, female goes away. There was a choice, whether if it was from all the things I just named previously or what's going to determine it does not take away the fact that you have this, uh, you have a choice. That's what I'm getting at. You have a choice. So if you chose as males to turn the female off, here's the question. Do you have the ability to turn the female on? Yes, and vice versa. So for women who turn off the Wolfian duck and said, I'm going to develop as a female, do you have the power inside of you to turn on your Wolfian ducks, the memory, the process? Because even if the duck isn't there, still a, a memory, a record, a switch, in which I know you could turn it back on. Now, since it's there and you had the ability to turn it off, I think we can only conclude, and let's just explore it for mental exploration purposes only. I'll say it again. Not in no way endorsing anything. I want to see something. You have the ability to turn it off. Let's say you have the ability to turn it on. You have the ability to turn it on. And let's say this thing with Bruce Jenner becoming, he admits that he's a woman. That is a man who has children. He was deemed to be at one time the world's best athlete because he won the big super, super marathon thingy, you know, where it's a whole bunch of different things inside of the Olympics. You're starting to see a transformational process in your reality, and it freaks human beings out. It does. But technically, technically, all we're really seeing is the same process that the embryo takes. We're physically watching an embryonic process. Because that would mean at the inception, the embryo is, we can say, it has, it has, it has the ability and it is both sexes. They call it the great hermaphrodite. Has this ability. So actually, here's the question. <laughs> and see, I'm not talking about because I look at the world. This is what God does. I'll make people who are smart enough to study chemicals, and we can call them scientists and hormones and things of this nature, and we can make it into a liquid and we can inject it in your body, and then you will actually start to become the opposite sex. So you start to dissolve, and then you start to grow into the opposite sex. Right? That's the reality of this world. question is, just for thought alone, can your thought make you become the opposite gender? Can you send thoughts 
down to your ovaries and tell your ovaries to start to form as testicles. I need you to go out. And then the men who recognize their feminine soul, whatever the case, says, you know what? I'm going to retract my testicles and penis and make it go inwardly. Can you do that by thought alone? So you got to stop playing with God. You got to be real careful. And I'm, I'm giving a point because it's got everything to do with Neptune consciousness. Uranus is very weird, and Uranus really dominates this type of thing. But Neptune is the imagination, and it gives the thought to Uranus, and Uranus just goes crazy with it. Because we're talking about Kether, the crown of God today. So when you see the starfish and you cut him, he becomes a starfish again if you destroy one of his limbs. The Medusa jellyfish goes to the bottom of the ocean. When it's injured as an adult, turns back into a baby, it then grows back into an adult again. And there's a scientist over, I believe, in Japan who's done this to one jellyfish 12 times. 12 times. A Medusa jellyfish will grow back into a baby because it's hurt and then grow back as an adult again. The male seahorse is very weird. He carries the baby. He doesn't get pregnant, but he carries the baby. You gotta be, when you start looking at nature, this is Tao. When you start looking at nature, you start to see the psychology of God very clearly. Like, you're not going to tell me a rhinoceros ain't a damn baby dinosaur. They're still on the earth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what is this when you really get into the brass tacks of God's mind? A giraffe? Are you kidding me? Why? Why are your neck like that? What in you was thinking, that I have to have a neck like this? Why? Our favorite, Mr. Jubitoma, the ostrich. You can't even fly. What's the purpose? You see, we get to the simplicity of nature. And you get into the nature and you see something like, my point is, you see something like a Bruce Jenner. You start to see a Michael Jackson that you see went from a black to white process and appears to be a male to feminine process. It's nothing but God in the world. How can, I would never want to be that. Man, I never want to be a woman. And all you talk about is booty, nigga. Shut up. All you talk about. All the hell you want. I ain't trying to hear that. I'll never be a man. All you think about is a man. These divine aspects are within us, and in crown consciousness, we have to understand the proper polarity, the balance, what's called harmony. Look at the word harmony. Both of the harmony is shit. Harmony. Harm. Harmony means, in essence, there are more than one different things different components that must blend together, but they're different. Not the same. It's not the same. I told you, I think I told you, um, that the, the real alchemy and understanding relationships and the alchemical aspect, talk about that. Observe the mood that a person is in and then attempt to get them out the mood successfully with no casualties. <laughs> With no casualties. How do you do that successfully? 
everything to do with spiritual consciousness with Neptune. Everything to do with that. So Neptune in your chart, find it. Find it. Majority, a lot of us, a lot of us, takes about, what, 14 years to move through a zodiac somewhere. So it would be a lot of people, a 14-year group of people who were born with Neptune in a certain sign. So the majority of us here in the audience, some will have it in um, Scorpio. majority will have it in, in Sag. I need to mean something, especially that Neptune and the Sagittarius um, generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are to see some very high spiritual things. So know that in this aspect of the sphere, nothing trumps your imagination. Mr. Juice said it so beautifully. He said, man, you know what, Noble, look around. Look around, look around. Ain't nothing that you can that you see that didn't come out the imagination of someone. Now, if you want to go to nature, you can go there. Because he then follows up and said, even the word and God saw that it was good. That was somebody's rendition of what, you know, what they felt was the proper English word for it, what it should be. God imagined that it was good. Then to the story, the imagination, being at the top. Everything starts as thought. If you're not familiar with the Kabbalion, Kabbalion by the three initiates, the seven hermetic principles, it's a free PDF online. Get it. It's a great esoteric philosophical um, um, conversation. All is mental. All is mental. That's the first law. The first law. All is mental. All right. So, get into the mind of God. Get into the mind of God. Because this is this is the realm of where it happens at. So give you a little bit of insight. So I'm gonna get out of here. Um, you know, this is where you excite the God particle most, right here, right here, by using your mind. By using your mind. As we told you, then you have to know the law of correspondence. How things are coming back into this reality from the mind of God. So if God is mental, then we have to have some form of correspondence. The ability to be able to say what is on God's mind. That's what the prophets do. It's on God's mind. And they say the third law is vibration. Hmm. Everything's alive. Everything vibrates. Everything moves. All is life. Vibration is saying all is God. It vibrates. So God is inside of everything. It is vibration. Then polarity, which seems to be positive and a negative. 
Hmm. But good or bad. That's how you see it in this world. It's all God. The battery ain't tripping because it got a positive and negative terminal. Its job is to have some juice, to have some light in it to get you where you're going. So you got to understand the polarity. In other words, God is a Gemini. Then rhythm. Because something that vibrates and, and what's vibrating actually is two, what appears to be two different things, say yin-yang or positive-negative. Since it's vibrating, it's moving, then it must have a rhythm. What's the step? What's the beat that it's moving to? You're in the solar system. Things are spinning around you. You are spinning around it. What is the beat? What's the rhythm? This is your sacred dance. This is what you love to do. Level five, rhythm. Level six, cause and effect. Hmm. Similar to correspondence. Cause and effect. Speaks for itself. And lastly, we understand gender, male and female, which is similar to polarity. You see? So the first one, mentalism, really exists in a realm by itself. Then we have six left, and these six have a corresponding part. So law two, correspondence, corresponds to law six, cause and effect. Vibration, law three, corresponds to rhythm. Law four, polarity, corresponds to law seven, gender. So they fold upon man as the six days of creation, these six laws. And that one by itself, mentalism, becomes the Sabbath, the holy one, which is your imagination. Stop thinking outside of yourself. It's in your mind. And then we can create a collective mind called the mind of God together. Together. We call the mind of God together. Anyone in Baltimore, and I know who, the 7-Eleven information flyer, the stump off. The Baltimore energy needs to be at the stump off. It is written, it will be there, it's going to be there. And history shall be made in the name of God. It always has been. I'm so honored and it's been such a pleasure to serve you in this beautiful lifetime called the 21st century. Because we've been to the mountaintops and we've made fog disappear and earthquakes went off. What you see today in Nepal, the same thing, earthquake goes off and mountains, Mount Everest is doing its thing. Nepal, Paul has come to bring the gospel of the Christ energy inside of you. It's not outside of you. The mountain and earthquake that's going off is just a certain portion in your brain. It's, it's you being so tired or being so tired, and it's all your discomfort that you don't voice collectively and create a constructive avenue to build God's kingdom. Your thoughts get recorded in the atmosphere of the earth. 
And the moon, who rules the emotions and has the gravitational pull on the waters, magnifies your thoughts, which are energy that you send out into the ethers. And the earth responds to them thoughts in the form of an earthquake. She's throwing up because you as humans are nothing but cells inside of the body of earth. So when the earthquake is because you are sick, because you needed to burp, you needed to fart. It is your uncollective thoughts that you won't constructively deal with consciously that creates the phenomenon of a Mike Brown, that creates the phenomenon of this young man, Freddie. Shoo. And on this plane, you won't do nothing but complain about it. And you'll blame the white racist supremacist system. And you'll keep that anger and frustration. You hold it and hold it and hold it. And then you'll go on various lecture platforms when you speak and teach, and you'll talk about it and talk about it and talk about it, and the people will feel that pain all over again. And when the earth had enough of that thought, it would say, bam, here go another event, because the earth is just showing you what you're thinking of. It's God showing you what you think. So you can either go unconsciously, meaning you consciously don't want to call on God, and get divine intervention on purpose. Make your God show up in the name of God. Don't be afraid. God, Allah, Jah, whoever. Whoever. Don't be afraid to go up to the mountaintop and call on God for a direct sign because you see injustice down here. Now, see, the real Neptune is this. If God is creating it, then should you even file a grievance with God when it's God that's in control the whole time? So then who are you really or who do you have a grievance with? Or who should you be directing your anger to? Oh, that's blasphemous when you talk like that. Are you even suggesting that I should be mad at Allah? That I should be mad at God? I should be mad at Yahweh? Are you even suggesting that? Right? I'll just refer to the book of Job. There's a proverb in there, too. I believe it's Proverb 31. No, God creates the evil. Amy creates the evil to get to a certain, another aspect of the what we call the polarity. See, what polarity do you want to live in in this reality? That's the question. What polarity do you want to live in? In this world? That's the question. Because only you got the ability to change that. This is spiritual chess, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's needed. The frontline soldiers are needed. They weaken the infrastructure. The bishops who sit next to the kings and queens and pharaohs, known in ancient times as the courts, physician and the court's astrologer. They see the angles of light, so they move in diagonals. They see angles of light. The knights, the special warriors, not necessarily front line, but after the front line go out, the reinforcement of the front line, the real deal is right there. The knights. Because after the infrastructure is down, the knights is going for the 
They're going for the political body. That royal row in the back. My guardians at the post, my rooks. The gatekeepers. They ensure the end game. See, we're coming. We done made our mind up. We're coming. 2015, we're going to speak the word of God in the house of consciousness. We're going to show you what God is. I'm going to show you what God is. We're going to stop playing. We're going to stop playing and procrastinating for all this intellectual masturbation. It is disgusting. And I'll be cracking up. I'll be cracking up because it don't be nothing but men inside of these venues. All men. Let me get on my Dame Dash game. Man, give me, surround me with women. Different world, man. What are you doing? Bunch of men hollering at each other all day, standing there looking tough. Don't come and touch my man. It's my man. But you won't go to the man that you complaining about in that same uniform fashion. Stop faking us, man. Stop pump faking us. Stop it. Are we coming? We coming? We coming? And I'm gonna leave y'all with that, man. Let's see if the minister on here. They want to get on, may not. You know. But um, we on Friday. The Prime Minister, if you want to come on, press one if you're on here. But we're going to be on Friday at 9 p.m. Mark your calendars. Mark, mark your calendars. This Friday, 9 p.m. Preset it. Going to be taking it back to the streets. Go, go ahead, Minister Jew. What's happening, man? Man, ain't, ain't nothing but the word. See you in here on your on your Tao Tuesday game. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, at, the, bring, at the crown, you gonna bring the East with a Western style. Yeah, yeah. Right at the crown, yeah. we're filling the deal. The glory of God. Ten weeks. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, hey man, it's on and popping, folks. You know, that's really, yeah. really, that's really it in a nutshell, man. It's on and popping, man. And, you know, all things exist. All things exist in the human imagination, man. That is God. And you could put it on the record and tell them Jew said it. That is God. You, that is the realm of the gods. <clears throat> when you understand that that's what creates all things, right, seen and unseen, it's simple. Noble just said it. Very. I dare you to look around at anything that's ever been created in this world. I dare you to name one thing man or woman has ever created in this world that did not first come out of their imagination. You're going to be hard-pressed. So go ahead and frustrate yourself and stress yourself out trying to figure it out, but you won't be able to. You won't be able to. And if you are nah. made in the image, if you are made in the image of, right, that means you are the same. You are in unison. So that means whatever is created outside of what you consider your uh, immediate position to be able to create as a human, because, no, you didn't create the grass, or at least you think you didn't. 
You didn't create the trees, or at least you think you didn't, right? But if we are to mirror that image, and we can't create anything outside in this reality, outside of our imagination, then that means the same abides for whatever creative force that you call God. Period. Mm -hmm. Period. So all things exist in the imagination. And when you see these things happen, you know, like, you know, we're just talking about these gender switches, et cetera, et cetera. See, what's being forced to happen in your own psychology on this planet is to finally come to the grips that you are the God that came down into this physical shell called a human body. And you are going to be forced to have to go inside to that, to that being, to that fourth dimensional you and create your own world from the internal to the external or from the subjective to the objective where your world doesn't consist of what you think is not necessary for you and your world, you see? So your, your egos are going to be shot. Your perceptions are going to be muffled. Your emotions are going to get stirred. You're going to get upset all because you haven't went inside to create the reality around you that you would like, that you would like, you see, because people who have created that lifestyle that they want for themselves, right, they don't worry about some of the things that most people worry about or have issues with or hang-ups about, right, because they're happy with what they've generated and created, right? doesn't mean you can't have an opinion, but the mere fact that you start to pass major judgment means you're really not comfortable in your own skin where you're at in your life, you see. Because otherwise you wouldn't have time for it. You would be you you would be in your world, you see. But uh but yeah man, Tony and Friday of the priesthood are gonna go ham, right? What you say, Noble in the best yeah. of him, the house of black, right? House of black and, right? you think black house. you think that's a you think that's a physical place? No. You better go study this brain mm-hmm. and find out how it's nothing but mm-hmm. blackness inside of that damn thing. <laughs> you better go figure it out. That's the real house of the black, the triple black. Well, all things come out of, you see? You see? This is the science, man. So it's going to be it's gonna be live Friday. We're taking questions, right? We're going to give out it. We're going we're gonna to answer some, too, because I know some people got some questions, but... It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun to sit back and watch this thing unfold, uh, you know, because that's what everybody's leaving the spirit out of the conference. Not everybody, some people. Not the people who's listening to this show, but, you know, some people are, they, 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 they wholeheartedly are looking at this thing from a materialistic stance. And this is why you see these posts consistently on Noble Ampoo Galileo's page. We're going to continue to drop these posts until the people finally see because, Noble, you mentioned a very key word, coincidence, right? Right. And people will say, well, man, that's a coincidence, Jew. That's a coincidence, Ampoo. Right? So what we've done is, what we've done is, and and this is not rhetoric and hyperbole and all that madness, you know, you know, people who tell you, oh, you know, what is it? No, oh, they got a device and they're sending these infrared lasers and they're beaming it off mountains and harp and yada, 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 yada. And they're going to do this sinister thing to you using this scalar technology. 
and all that old bullshit, right? Excuse my language, but it is what it is, you know what I mean? And, and, and scare people, right? And not one time do you find the spirit in any of this stuff that you're spitting back to the people because you're not looking for it, and I know why. Because you have to base your whole platform on what somebody else is going to do to you and people who look like you, you know, in order to, to, to generate a crowd based off of fear campaigning, right? And then cover it up and say, I'm not trying to fear, just awareness. Come on, man. I guess we've been having to be aware for 30 years about, uh, you know, what is it, uh, King Alfred and uh, Rex 85 or 84 or whatever that shit is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Stop it. Stop it, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like like, like Gabriel Oyebo said, man, on, on the joint that he just did Sunday, man. He said, look, man. He said, all that propaganda, he said, man, if it don't hold no substance, it cannot last because it is not truth. He said, the only thing you need to be focusing on is the God news. That's it. Which is which is which is this this force that exists in us, in this universe, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, that you can use as your weapon of choice. And the and the materials that this force uses is called light particles. So is it a coincidence that the messenger in the pantheon of Kabbalistic and Judaic lore, right? Is Gabriel, mm-hmm. and then here we have a, a, a Nigerian doctor, physicist, mathematician, and he comes along and tells you that he has put together the mathematical formula that deals with the grand unified theorem, not theory, of everything in the universe. And his name is Gabriel? Nah, man. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. You gonna have to, you gonna, you gonna, you gonna, you gonna, you gonna have to cut Amalek out, and you gonna have to get, you gonna, you gonna have to come over to Jethro. For those that know them scriptures, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Go translate them, go, tra- go find them names, Amalek and Jethro, and then translate them and see what they come out to be, and you'll find out that they're talking about functions in your brain and states of consciousness that you go through trying to understand the difference between spirit and logic. Go check it out. So here comes Gabriel mm-hmm. with the good news, the messenger with the good news, come and tell you that the only news is the God news. And he said on that, man, you were you thinking about a gun? He said, that's only, that came out of a man's mind, right? And last time I checked, the creation is not greater than the creator. And if we know, as Noble just put, that all is mental, and that thought, and everybody running around here with these 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 titles, Tahuti, and all you know, you, you know, we're using all these terms, right, to to to, to and the attributes to describe to describe ourselves. But then, you, as soon as something happens, you go right back and get to talking about what the white man doing. And look, you know, you, but you're not using these principles to see, okay, how is this applying and what's happening here that I'm viewing with my with my physical eye, but what's really being translated in these stories? You see, so. Y'all going to be surprised when y'all find out who got this whole thing cracking like this. But it's going to be revealed. It's going to be revealed. But it, it is what it is. And for at this moment, we're going we gonna to teach the people how this thing go down. And, and everybody needs to participate. So meet us at Stone Mountain. Go to the website, uh, uh, Click on Retreats. 
Um, Stump on. Stone Mountain, man. That's where we at in July. Go check it out. Read up on it. See the description. Uh, and, and, and be there because it's going to be really, really live. Yeah. You know, so Friday, man. Yeah. So Friday. That's what it is, y'all. So I'll see y'all later. Y'all have a, a beautiful rest of the week. We see you at the end of the week. And uh, we get at y'all. Peace. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.